The Valerie Carey Show. Hi guys and welcome back to my show. Wow, it's been the longest week for me this week. It's been a week and a half. Last Sunday was Valentine's Day and of course social media was filled with all sorts of drama. I can't lie, I posted some of my gifts as well because you know what, I'm not gonna be that girl but yeah. Um, and also it was my birthday on the 15th so I was perfectly within my rights to post any gift I wanted and that was my business. This year, one of my favorite gifts, actually, tell a lie, I have three really great gifts that I, I thoroughly enjoyed this year. One was an annual subscription to Masterclass. Uh, there was a painting kit from one of my besties, Ufua, and a personalized Agatha Christie poster, which basically detailed the way um, everyone died in the stories. I love Agatha Christie books. If you know me, you know that I'm always watching and re-watching everything she's done um, from uh, Hercule Poirot to Miss Marvel thoroughly thoroughly my best writer um so of these gifts i think i really like them because they really reflected who i am as a person especially the poster um but it was really nice to get gifts from people that showed that they knew who i was as a person so yeah this week was really fun for me uh yeah so i posted it on social media and i joined the band wagon uh, which is cool but i was nowhere close to some other people i'm telling you like people like laurie harvey who had what, what was it her boyfriend bought her again yeah 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 he paid for the um aquarium yeah he rented out an aquarium because he called he calls her turtle and apparently turtles are her favorite animal in the world so he um rented out the whole aquarium guys and held a valentine's day dinner there for her with balloons and flowers so if i want to post my little um gifts on on my social media page i'm gonna go ahead and do that because yeah i'm in good company right there but having said that i do think on valentine's day sharing love sharing gifts with the person you love um and basically just spoiling the person you're in a relationship with is a great idea even if you don't celebrate valentine's day oh my god there's there's someone um i really got upset at because he said to me oh i don't celebrate valentine's day i was like it wouldn't have cost you anything to say happy valentine's or send like an e-card even just send like a whatsapp you know group message or something you know make your girl feel a little bit happy he was like oh that basically he, he finds it a fake holiday this that and the third and i was like well if it's gonna make your girl happy and all it will cost you is i don't know 30 seconds of your time because you're definitely not spending any money what would it why not what would it cost you to do that it's one of my favorite holidays not just because it's right next to my birthday but i genuinely actually like valentine's day so happy valentine's day guys and yeah i hope you had a great day so today's show is going to be about cryptocurrency um it, i don't think it's going to be the longest of episodes but i really want to talk about cryptocurrency uh, just so that you guys can get on the wave I started trading cryptocurrency, I, I say trading, I bought a single Bitcoin uh, back when it was £600 uh, for one and I stupidly, and I say stupidly because hindsight is twenty twenty, and you can never predict anything with cryptocurrency, but I sold it in 2016 um, on the advice of my old boss who I worked with uh, in the, the company I used to work for because he told me, well, basically this is the highest it was going to go and we had a whole two week discussion about these guys and 
you know, I sold my single Bitcoin and he sold a lot of his as well. Um, looking back at it now, considering that Bitcoin is worth $52,000 per coin, bruh. I messed up. Like that that's all I can say. I I messed up. I was having a conversation with someone else this weekend and they said, well, another friend of ours still kept his from when we bought back at 600 pound and he has five now. So that's 52 grand a pop. Guys. 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 But anyway, um I'm back on the cryptocurrency now. I uh recently got back into it properly in 2019 and essentially i lost um a quarter of a million pounds so when i say i lost a quarter of a million pounds i didn't literally put a quarter of a million pounds down and say okay i'm buying cryptocurrency basically what's happened here is when i started trading in 2019 i was supposed to buy ethereum and a friend of mine said you know buy ethereum buy um uh, stella which is trading as ada on uh, cryptocurrency markets so i'm going to continue calling it uh stella so if if you check in for that that's what i mean so they told me to buy stella and ethereum at a certain price and i had the money I genuinely had the money and I thought about it I was like well do I do this or do I pay off my debt now if you recall I was owing a lot of money last year which I'm going to do a whole new episode um, about to talk about how I cleared up down my debt of almost 42,000 pounds <laughs> well, that's another story for another day altogether um, but anyway I decided to put that money into um, paying off the debt instead of actually buying uh, the coins at that time and I was uh, putting I think it was 50 pound towards buying coins uh, around that period so I wasn't really being serious with it and um, I, I should have put what the amount I had at that time was 16,000 pounds guys just to put it in context in terms of how much the bulk money I had and um, I basically put that towards towards the debt so between 2019 and now I could have made 250,000 British pounds that's how much of an increase those two coins have grown in the last 12 months if I had put down 16,000 pounds back in January 2019 I would have 250,000 cool pounds in my bank account right now maybe not in my bank account because you know I've spent quite a bit but the point is I could have not only been out of debt a lot quicker jokes on me but i will have also had some spare change so of course i wasn't going to let this um train <laughs> as i'm calling it let uh, leave me at the station again so i'm back on cryptocurrency so I, i've started trading in earnest last year and um it's actually been going well it's been going well i have a full-time job um as well as all the other things i do so i don't really have too much time to actually buy and sell so i can't day trade cryptocurrency at this very moment because i just don't have the time to invest in this but what i'm doing is i'm buying sure coins and i say sure coins because no no coins are sure tomorrow we could wake up and bitcoin could be completely worthless it's not gonna happen but i mean it could is the point but so could anything else so if it's working now you might as well my advice is if you have some money, get some popular coins and just hold them. Just just do nothing and just hold them. The return on savings accounts is what? 3% now, I think. I think my net worth is 1.6% on my savings account. But I'm getting upwards of 5% on coins that are not even moving. You're getting 5% growth. You do, like No volatility, they're just stable coins and they're growing steadily at 5% 
Why wouldn't I put them in cryptocurrency? I, I, I don't know. It seems like a better return on my investment, if you ask me. But hey, who am I? So if you want to follow me and um, make some money in crypto, I can give you some quick, easy steps. Because a lot of people are saying, well, you know what? I'm not a trader. I don't know what this cryptocurrency is about. I don't know how to actually start selling or buying. And it's actually easy, guys. It's actually easy. You don't really have to do much to actually get going. Um, I had no formal training on cryptocurrency. And I can tell you for a fact that I am, um, um, you know, I'm not going to tell you how much money I'm making. But I'm, I'm making, you know, a, a decent amount of money that I didn't have before I started trading cryptocurrency. So first thing you have to do is determine how much you have to invest. So remember that 16 grand that I had in 2019. For me at that time, it's not money that I had to to give to something that I wasn't sure of because I, I had very real debt and I had this hypothetical cryptocurrency thing. For me, the real debt was more important at that time. I, I didn't have the 16K to play with. However, if I did have 16K in my savings account that I was not using for, say, five years, maybe it's an emergency fund, maybe 16K is too, too large for you at this moment. And let's start with 500. If you have 500 pounds right now that you are keeping, not touching, not doing anything with, set up an account on a cryptocurrency exchange. I am currently using Binance. The reason I'm using Binance is because it's free for um, traders who are just doing spot uh, trading. I don't trade any futures and I'm not here to encourage you to trade futures because people lose a lot of money on trading futures. Like that's like gambling. I'm, I'm, I'm not there yet. Yeah, I'm just like basic buy and sell. I'm, I'm not really ready to go the next level. But Binance is free um, for trading cryptocurrencies at the moment, you know, within, within reason. So sign up to Binance. Uh, I'm going to put a link in the description if you want to use my um, sign up link. This will give you 5% back on all your um, commissions within, within the platform because they do charge a commission for some trades, but then they take it out of whatever the trade is. So you, you don't have to put extra money in. The reason why I'm going to advise you to go with Binance and not something else like Coinbase or Kraken is because Binance is the largest. And at the moment, it seems to be one of the safest because you can, you know, have it cracked. Someone can hack into, um, your exchange and actually steal your actual coins. I think Binance experienced the last major hack in 2019 in May uh, and since then they have greatly improved their security much more than a lot of the other ones out there. However, if you want to use something else, that's also completely up to you. But get onto a, a cryptocurrency exchange, create an account. They will always do some uh, basic ID screening. So they'll probably ask for your ID or um, like a, a proof of address or something similar just for you to create an account, which I guess is a great thing because then, you know, they know you are who you say you are and they can keep your money for you uh, and transfer some money onto it and um, give it a go. With Binance, I started off on Binance with £200 at the time uh, because, again, I was just trying to dip my toe in the water. I wasn't quite sure what I was doing. So to let you know how I use Binance, when I signed up to Binance, I did a bank transfer. So I connected my bank or one of my bank accounts, actually, to Binance. And then I did a direct transfer, which is free. If you wanted to transfer money using a credit or debit card, I think there's a 1.8% charge for each transaction um, that you make. So you will pay 1.8% you know, of the 200 pound that you're transferring, for example, as a, a transfer fee. But 
transferring from your, from your bank account is absolutely free. So once I did that, I changed my uh, GDP, so my, my pounds into US dollars uh, on Binance because it's a lot easier to trade, in my opinion, with USDT. Uh, so I bought uh, US dollars Tether and then I then bought uh, Ethereum and um, Stellar. The, the step by step of how to actually buy the coin i think if I'll, I'll leave a link to my blog i'll give like a detailed step-by-step -step of how to actually buy your first coin my blog is free guys and i'm again not an expert i'm not giving you financial advice i'm just telling you what i've done and everything i talk about on my show is completely my opinion Anyway, yes, so uh, once you do that and you buy your uh, Stella or Ethereum or anything else you choose to buy, uh, just hold it. Don't, don't do anything with it. Just you buy it and forget about it. Pretend it's not there and just come back to it in a couple of years. I would recommend about a year or two for a long-term investment if you want to genuinely see growth. However, if you want to see short-term growth, a larger investment than £200 is definitely, definitely going to... Um, be needed because even if it grows 200 300 percent all you started with is 200 quid guys i mean this is you can't turn 100 pound into 1 million well having said that you can actually turn 100 pound into 1 million so i <laughs> i saw a coin that came on binance recently it's called sfp so a safe pal uh wallet so they was um they started trading sfp on binance uh, a couple of days ago so this i think it was on the 9th of february they announced that they were going to start trading and everyone kind of knew that the price was going to shoot up for this particular coin so I decided I was going to invest uh, six thousand pounds or in that coin, so I logged on to Binance and I did the money transfer from my my bank for the six thousand pounds. I do have a limit on transfers I can make, so I can only transfer four thousand pounds at a time. So I did a four thousand pound transfer, then a two thousand pound transfer, and guys, my money got stuck. Uh, I'm not saying stuck. Basically, what happened was uh, Binance sometimes takes a while to verify uh, transfers. So it could take from 30 seconds all the way up to three days for your money to actually get onto Binance. So don't freak out if that happens to you. Then doing background checks. If for any reason um, they, the transfer fails or the account is not in your exact name, they would send the money back to the account that it started from. So that's a very important point, guys. Your account, your bank account that you're using if you're trading on Binance has to be the exact name. So my name is Valerie Carey and I use that on most things. So I use that to sign up to Binance. But on my bank account, it has my full government name, which is Valerie Ahule Juliet Carey. So yeah, my name is Juliet. Don't, don't, don't ask me, ask my mom. But yeah, so my bank account has my full name. And uh, because the initials were not identified on my Binance account, it took a bit longer for them to verify. But the point is, between SFP uh, coming on, that's coming on Binance and trading starting, and when my money eventually got into my Binance account, there was a period of 11 hours that had passed. So 11 hours, I was staring at SFP shooting up. I mean, it was ridiculous. It grew 
uh, 1,100%, I think, in uh, less than a 24-hour period. It literally went sky high from the time it started. And by the time I looked at it, it was about $2 per, per coin. I was like, this is crazy. It started under um, under $1, under 50 pence or whatever it is. What's the, the half equivalent of, of a dollar now? Um, and it, it was two point something dollars by the time my money eventually cleared. I was pissed. I was so pissed. I could have put my money in and come right out and I'll have been a happy bunny. I'll have been not only completely debt free, but I would have had some quiet money in the change. So this is the second time I've been shortchanged by crypt cryptocurrency. I was livid. But anyway, by the time I calmed down, I made my trade and um, my money grew to 10 grand, which was amazing. But of course, the green eyed um, girl in me, I trade very emotionally, which is the worst type of trades to make. I genuinely thought to myself, you know what, give it a bit. It's going to get to five dollars, which it almost did. It really almost did. I think it was at four point eight dollars um, at the peak or five point one very briefly for like 30 seconds. But then it went back down because it hit a, it hit a ceiling. And my friend said to me, um, I have a, a group of friends that trade with me and we tell each other our trades and it's really cool to get people who know about trading so that you don't necessarily have to know everything and they can tell you what to do. Well, he told me what to do. I did not listen. He said to me, Valerie, you know what? Just sell, come out. You've made clean 4,000. It's okay. It's not too bad. So what if you didn't get as much as you could have? It, that doesn't really matter in the greater scheme of things. I was like, yeah, sure. Of course, of course, of course. Um, and then I stayed on for another 10 minutes. 10 minutes, guys. 10 minutes was all it took for me to lose. I think I went down from 10,000. So the 6,000 grew to 10,000 and 10,000 then started dropping because um sfp then started dropping and it went all the way down to 2.74 dollars i think but i eventually caught my losses and sold so i only made like two thousand pounds or a thousand odd on, on that trade but but the point i'm making is i could have made four thousand plus but because i was being emotional and, and refusing to come out basically i was greedy um i, I lost money so if there's another tip I can give you, so the first tip I've given you so far, if you missed it, was just get started. It doesn't matter how much you put in it. Just get started. Get in the game. If you buy one coin today and in five years time that coin becomes £50,000, I mean, I, I will expect a commission for this piece of advice I've given you. So get started today. It, it doesn't cost you a lot. So the second piece of advice, don't trade emotionally. Do that, you lose money. It's plain and simple. So if you notice this SFP coin, I'm saying I eventually sold it. I only kept it for that one day and this was just a short term trade. So when I say buy a coin and keep it, I'm just I'm not saying log into Binance and or whatever exchange you're using and just buy any random coin. No, I'm saying buy Ethereum, buy Stellar, buy Bitcoin if you can afford it and then keep that for a couple of years. If you want to trade on anything else, trade on something a bit more volatile like SFP where you know, because we knew it was coming on the exchange, it was going to spike. Do that. But only do that when you get information from someone who knows what they're doing. You don't know what you're doing if you've just started. Don't think you know what you're doing. You will lose money. And yeah, that's that's it. Those are the two pieces of information I wanted to give you guys on crypto. Start now and don't be emotional about it. I mean, it's really not that hard. Trading cryptocurrency is not as complex as people want to tell you it is. It might seem complex because obviously you can lose a lot of money, but 
if there's something else I can tell you apart from these two things, stay away from futures or anything where you're predicting or gambling essentially the money away until you know what you are doing. I cannot stress this enough. Don't say I did not tell you. And two, only invest what you can afford to lose, what you can afford to forget about, what you can afford to not think about. Again, I could have made a um, quarter of a million pounds today, but I just could not afford to give the, the 16K at that time. I, I had bills to pay. Um, this time around, I could have afforded the six grand, which is great. I didn't make as much as I did, but hey, I made money I didn't have the day before. So all's good in the hood. I'm still happy. You know, don't be emotional about it. Just do what you can. Get in bit by bit. It's, it's a... It's a, what's it called? Marathon, not a sprint. So, in the news I care about this week, the lockdown has been extended to April. Jesus Christ. Like, we're going to be in lockdown forever. It feels like it's been forever. It's been over a year, guys. I've been in this house for a year. I haven't well I tell a lie I have been out but the point is lockdown has been around for a while you know I mean I know we wanted to work from home but this is a two-year stretch where we're, we're coming into it feels like a jail sentence sometimes and the worst part is I'm not actually even getting like ripped you know people who go to jail and then they come out like super ripped that's not happening to me I mean the first lockdown I came out super ripped I was ready I was doing um insanity workouts i was on point but by lockdown 2.0 i was just like you know what guys we could die tomorrow i i mean i would die looking great but i i'd rather die eating cupcakes you know at this point in time and that philosophy has held on to lockdown 3.0 because again we could die tomorrow i mean i know we're not going to die because 15 million people have been vaccinated so far my mother included for which i'm really happy for but we could die i could be hit by a bus this is bigger than a pandemic at this point so i'll much rather be nice and fluffy if being nice and fluffy means gaining 20 kilograms i'm super fluffy don't judge me also in the news megan markle is pregnant again yay i'm really happy for her i'm genuinely pleased to see that she's taking control of her life she's taking control of the media um of course piers morgan uh, lost his actual mind when he found out especially considering they made a big hoo-ha about privacy now what i firmly believe is i have a right to privacy if i tell you you need to respect my privacy you need to respect my privacy if i then choose to post something I've chosen what to share with you. The point of privacy is I get to decide what you get to see in my personal life. So she's well within her rights to fight any newspaper and say, you know what, guys, I need privacy. Don't dig into my personal stuff if I don't give you access to my personal stuff. If I you want to talk about the picture I'm posting with my baby bump, do that by by all means. I posted it. You can you can have a field day with that. But don't go digging into my past and telling me I don't have a right for privacy just because I've married some prince. I'm just saying. Also in the news today, B. Simone was manifesting the love she wants in her life. So uh, B. Simone is like a B-list celebrity. I mean, maybe C-list. I'm not sure what the lists are these days. But she basically came on social media to say that 
uh, women who are looking for a certain type of man need to write a list of the things they're looking for and make sure that they are also those things. So essentially, if you're looking for a man who, you know, he's fit and he works out, you really ought to be fit and work out yourself. You know, if you're looking for that kind of man, you need to match his fly, essentially. Now, some people came out and said, well, where's the list for men? Why are only women being told how to find and catch a man? Look, I am the biggest feminist there is in life. Like, feminism is like my third middle name at this point in time. But I believe whether it's a romantic relationship or any type of relationship, if you are looking for something or from someone else, you really ought to be that person. If you're applying for a job, you match the job description before you apply for the job, right? I mean, that's just basic shit. And even if I'm not applying for the job, even if I'm not looking for a man, I kind of want to do the self-development anyway. So I would always want to know if I am being the best version of myself and that's what I thought she was saying you know I'm not currently looking for a man but I've written a list I do that every year where I evaluate what I'm doing right now and am I the best person I can be are my friends getting the best person I could be is my family getting the best person I could be you know if I'm I'm looking for friends that are family oriented what's the word I'm looking for orientated oriented Jeez, I can't speak English anymore. But if I'm looking for friends that are into family, I mean, I kind of need to be into family myself. You know, if I'm looking for uh, friends that are ambitious, if I'm a lazy slob, why would those sort of friends want to be friends with me? Do you get what I'm saying? So it's not even just about romantic relationships now. It's just relationships. If you're looking for something, you really ought to be that thing or the complementary equivalent of it before you start asking. So yeah, that's the news I care about this week. So going back to those gifts I got earlier, I I realized I didn't explain what the the gifts were. So the subscription to Masterclass is a freaking amazing gift. I absolutely love it. So Masterclass is an online platform where you get to learn from the best of the best. So we're talking people like Issa Rae, Alicia Keys, Ron Finley. These are people that have created um masterclasses for want of a better word uh think of it like a an e-learning course for their the field so isa ray for example she teaches uh creating outside the lines steve martin did a really good masterclass on uh, how to be funny which i listened to and all i'm saying is I thought I was already funny, but I didn't realize all the technicalities that go into into being funny. Um, and the reason why this person bought me this gift was because I, I'm, I've gone back into writing properly and hopefully I, I hope to release something soon. Um, so he wanted to give me a class by Shonda Rhimes on creative writing and writing for TV. So for me, this is a an amazing gift. So this person is giving me the gift of a skill <laughs> and not just one skill because the annual membership allows you have access to all the classes on the website and everything that is released the year that you join so that means i literally have over 100 classes across nine key creative categories so this includes you know art and entertainment music business writing science and technology you have the best of the best guys i mean gordon ramsay has a course on this if you like there's nothing you can't find well i say nothing but great courses are on masterclass i really really have been enjoying the subscription since i got it so that was an amazing gift um the other gift i got was a, a paint set 
Uh, I got this from one of my best friends and um, she wanted me to get back into painting and I've recently been doing that. I'm writing a blog post now about how that's helped me with my stress. So this week um, and last week actually I was suffering from exhaustion so I took a week off um, and just shut down from, from work for a bit. Um, and it's been really good to paint and just take a step back. So art therapy, amazing stuff, amazing stuff. Yeah, and the final gift was Agatha Christie poster, which I'm currently looking at because it's hanging in my office right now. And I love it. Absolutely love it. So thank you guys for giving me those gifts. Uh, I'm not going to call out all the other gifts I got, but I'm, I'm giving a special reference to these three just because I, I told them I would give them a shout out on, on my episode. So thank you so much. And thanks for celebrating my birthday with me. I really appreciated that even with the lockdown, um, couple of my friends went above and beyond for me just to make sure that I had a great day and I did I had an absolutely amazing day I'm 34 now um it does feel like time is flying because just the other day I was 29 but let's not go there I'm not the type of person to hide my age so guys you know you know how old I am that it is what it is and finally I'm gonna leave you with my find of the week uh this week it's a podcast it's called Giraffes, Eggs, and Other African Tales. And this is a great podcast for children. I especially wanted to find something that I could give to my nieces and my nephews. Uh, one of my friends recently had uh, another daughter. So she has two daughters now. And her older daughter is coming to the age where she wants to listen to stories. Um, and I thought this would be a great uh, podcast for them to listen to together while she's cradling and feeding the, the new baby. Um, so Giraffe's Eggs and Other African Tales, it's podcast on Spotify and other podcasts, uh, mediums. And it's the host, she tells African folktale stories, so African children's stories. So we're talking about the Anansi tales. We're talking about not just Nigerian or Ghanaian uh, history or stories but across Africa and she does it with all the effects and everything it's so cool so cool I need you guys to check that out so I'm gonna leave the link um in the comment I mean, not in the comments in the description the last episode that I listened to was on Queen Amina that literally transported me back to my childhood um as I read the story because we did a story on this when I was a kid like there was a whole book on it on Queen Amina because that particular story originated from Nigeria. Absolutely loved it. So if you like African folk stories, real ones, and she gives you not just the story in the beginning, but also the historical elements of the, the actual story and where, they, where this uh, originated from in the podcast. Absolutely beautiful podcast and a lot of work goes into um, making the effects great. So I really enjoy listening to it. So check it out if you have kids. If you don't have kids, check it out anyway, because I'm an adult. I'm a big ass kid, but I'm an adult and I really did enjoy it. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please share it on social media and send it to someone today. If you'd like to support the show, give it a thumbs up or leave a review. It really does help uh, give me a boost to keep going. I really enjoy hearing from you as well. So send me a message on social media. Till next time, I'm Valerie Carey. Bye bye.